With a look at Radio On The Go Sports, I'm Dwayne Karstens here on this Monday morning, September 11th. Well, the Iowa Hawkeye defense held Iowa State out of the end zone until late in the football game while blocking a field goal and scoring an interception to win 20-13 to in Ames Saturday. Iowa coach Kirk Ferentz says they expected a hard-fought game, and that's what they received. We're really thrilled to get the win. Uh, really proud of our players and, and uh, the coaching staff. You know, we knew coming in here was going to be really tough. Uh, I can't remember a time when that hasn't been the case. We knew that. certainly was. It pr- proved out to be that way. Linebacker Sebastian Castro picked off second quarterback Rocco Becht in the second quarter and returned it for a 30-yard touchdown. It's the 16th straight season Iowa's defense has had a pick six, and Castro was asked if that is expected. What's expected is uh, good defense, uh, our standard, and uh, the good defense comes pick sixes. So uh, uh, pick sixes are flashy, but uh, I always respect the, the, the little things, uh, what it takes, like the things that no one always sees, especially like what happens in the trenches, the D-linemen. Their Hawkeye defense ended the game by stopping Iowa State on downs as they were trying to tie the score. I couldn't ask for a better uh, a better ending, better moment uh, to, for the defense to have it, the game, like like for us to be on the field in that moment, yeah, you couldn't ask for a better story. Iowa's offense had 17 of its 20 points in the first half, but couldn't complete drives in the second. Quarterback Cade McNamara says he missed some throws and there were some mistakes, but he says they are getting better. You know, there are some things we still got to get better at, but I think just overall, just us continuing to grow together and really just how passionate they are about getting better is, I think it's, it's shown on the field. The win gave the Iowa Hawkeyes the Sidehawk Trophy back after a loss last year in Iowa City. Iowa lineman and Cedar Rapids native Connor Colby says that's a great feeling. I think any good football team, is that's hard. And again, uh, that was Iowa State coach Matt Campbell. He says he was proud of the way his team battled back after getting down early. I think any good football team, is that's hard to do. And, you know, we know they're a good football team. So, um, you know, you don't want to get behind, but what that's football right like it's going to happen and to me I was almost like waiting for it to happen at some point to our team and see how we responded. Campbell says he thought this was the best game his team has played in the series since he took over the program. Iowa State falls to 1-1 one and one with a loss. They're at Ohio on Saturday and Iowa moves to 2-0. and oh. They return home to face Western Michigan on Saturday. Connor McQuillan ran for 16 yards and a touchdown in overtime to lift the 2022 NAIA National Champion Northwestern College Red Raiders to a 27-24 upset over in-state rival Drake Saturday night and Northwestern trailed 21-13 with just over six minutes left in the game but went down to get the tying score and then went to overtime and Drake drops to 0-2 and they will be at defending FCS national champion and number one rated South Dakota State next Saturday a game that will be played at Target Field home of the Minnesota Twins Major League Baseball team in Minneapolis that'll be next Saturday or this coming Saturday now Northwestern Red Raiders of Orange City they improved to 2-0 and they're going to host Doan College in Orange City coming up on Saturday. The third-rated Wartburg football team, D3 rankings, that is, they moved to 2-0 overall with a 16-2 win over number 16 Bethel. The Knights have now won the last two straight regular season meetings in Minnesota. The Knights found the end zone late in the first quarter to take a 6-0 lead. And uh, that was on a 12-down reception by Thor Makastad on a pass from Niall McLaughlin. The Royals made it 6-2 after blocking the PAT attempt 
and returned it 100 yards for that two-point conversion, which you can do. The Knights extended their lead, though, in the third quarter on a 52-yard touchdown reception by Drake George on a pass from McLaughlin, and the extra point was good. That was an 11-point advantage. They would add a field goal to win 16-2. The third-rated Knights rise to 2-0 and return home for American Rivers Conference opener against Buena Vista coming up next Saturday. Kickoff is scheduled for 1 p.m. Saturday. The Belmont Columbia volleyball team welcomed in several local squads to their home volleyball tournament Saturday. Local teams in competition included Hampton, Dumont, Cal, West Fork, North Butler, and Iowa Falls, Alden. The Bulldogs, Cadets, and Bearcats all finished 3-3. Three and three. The Warhawks were 1-5. The Broncos won the tournament going 6-0. and oh. The Broncos had three set thrilling victories over IFA uh, 20 to two or 20 to 22, 21 11 and 15 to 10 to beat IFA and Garner Hayfield Ventura. They lost the first set again 20 to 22, but then won 21 11 and 15 10. The Broncos had uh, two nothing match sweeps over West Fork and Hampton Montcal and North Butler. The Broncos leaders so far this year Junior Asden Lamb with 72 kills, Junior Shaley Aguilera with 146 assists, and Junior. Ella Negret with 53 digs. The Broncos are now 12-3 in volleyball and return to the court Tuesday at North Iowa. The third-rated Grundy Center volleyball team earned the title at Saturday's Athlington Parkersburg Volleyball Tournament, which is a loaded field. Other teams include number one Ankeny Christian of 1A, seventh-rated 1A AGWSR, fifth-rated 2A team Denver and Nashville Plainfield, along with 14th-rated Wapsie Valley, a 2A team, and 3A's number eight team West Delaware, and the AP Falcons themselves, who are rated number 12 and 2A in pool play. The Spartans suffered their first loss of the year, uh, a 2-1 decision to Denver, where the deciding set was won 20-18. Grundy Center responded with sweeps of Anthony Christian and AGWSR and took first place in their pool on tiebreaker procedures. In bracket play, the Spartans beat Anthony Christian two sets to one and avenged the loss to Denver by beating the Cyclones in straight sets. AGWSR went 0-3 in pool play. The Falcons went 2-1 in pool play. All three local teams return to action Tuesday. The 10-3 Falcons return to host Denver tomorrow. The 4-9 Cougars will host East Marshall. The 19-1 Spartans will join number one Dyke New Hartford at a triangular tomorrow at Sumner Fredericksburg. So that looks to be a good one. We're going to have that on 99 The Wave. The Hampton Dumont Cal football team had a dominant shutout win in its home opener 43-0 Friday night over West Marshall and Hall of Fame night. With the win over the Trojans, the Bulldogs secured a 3-0 start that dates back many seasons. The Bulldogs got out to a 15-0 lead in the first quarter after finding the end zone on their first two drives. The Bulldogs would go up 29-0 in the second quarter after a 29-yard touchdown carry by Brody Walton and a 13-yard touchdown run by Gavin Meter. The Bulldogs would take that lead into the halftime 29-0. In the third quarter, they would add two more rushing touchdowns by Walton and Meter, giving Walton two scores on the day and Meter three touchdowns on the night. The Bulldog defense would complete their first shutout since their homecoming over Charles City a year ago. Head coach Cole Miller says his Bulldogs played a complete game all three phases and the Hall of Fame night at Hampton Dumont Cal provided a boost for the team. The first game we probably put it together for four quarters and offense did great. Defense stepped up and our special teams there wasn't any laps there either so I thought it was a, a good all-around complete football game for us. But that was awesome. The, we definitely fed off the uh, energy of the crowd and to have a few more people backed for Hall of Fame night and to be able to celebrate those people that were inducted. Just a, a great atmosphere to be a part of um, and then to get the win on top of it the way that we did that was just icing on the cake. The Bulldogs were led by senior quarterback Gavin Meter with over 200 total yards and four touchdowns. One of those passing and three rushing. Senior running back Brody Walton with 102 yards and two touchdowns on 13 carries. Senior wideout Tucker Herons four receptions for 66 yards. 
And uh, Brody Struthers, 40 yards and a touchdown. Also uh, highlighted the night. The Bulldog defense was certainly a big highlight. They were led by junior linebacker Kaylor Mailers. Five total tackles. The Bulldogs are 3-0. and They have a week four matchup homecoming against Nevada, who is undefeated. So it should be a great matchup coming up this Friday in Hampton. And the AGWSR football team could not find their offensive rhythm by turnovers in a 34-18 district loss at North Tama on Friday. As aired on 99 the Wave, the Cougars got on the board with a 20-yard touchdown run by Caden Abbas in the first quarter to take a 6-0 lead. And a drive set up by Clayton Van Lowe's interception on a tip pass. Van Lowe recovered a fumble in the next drive, but Colin Williams threw a pick six, allowing the Redhawks to tie the game. In the second quarter, North Tama took advantage of a fumble recovery and field position to score twice to take a 20-6 lead at halftime. Needing momentum to begin in the second half, AGWSR, though, threw another interception. North Tama took the 28-6 lead after scoring on that ensuing possession. Despite two more long rushing touchdowns by Abbas, the Cougars were unable to mount a comeback in the closing minutes. Head coach James Cook says his Cougars uh, were beat up up front and uh, and committed some costly mistakes in that game. You know, to win this game, we were going to have to win on both sides of the line, and we did not win on offense in the line. We put different offensive line combinations and stuff in, and to North Tama's credit, nothing worked. So we're not one of those teams that can be put behind the sticks on penalties and be successful we're not one of those teams that is going to light the scoreboard on fire and come back from three turnovers that puts us behind the eight ball you know i'll credit our kids they they fought hard i thought in the second half and fought to the end of the ball game but we did not do the things that we needed to do coming into the ball game to be successful and and that's why we're one and two and one and one in the district Abbas had 171 yards and all three scores. AGWSR drops to one and two. And tonight, the Hampton Dumont Cal volleyball team travels to Iowa Falls Alden for a homecoming week showdown of rivals. It will be the third meeting this season already between the Bulldogs and the Cadets, with the first two occurring as part of weekend tournaments. The first meeting was in Charles City, a match that IFA won in two sets, and the second was in Belmont this past Saturday, as we mentioned, a match that Hampton Dumont Cal won in straight sets. And Hampton Dumont Cal enters the match at six and eight, going three and three in the Belmont invite and head coach Sarah Miller says both teams tonight enter the match with something to prove it's an opportunity for the Bulldogs to make a statement in North Central Conference play. I'm expecting a great student crowd from both as it is basically both of our homecoming games for volleyball. I think that we're both coming and wanting that win against each other so for us to get that win against Iowa Falls last year in our home gym was just electrifying. I mean I think it really show that there are things that we can do and and I think that the girls really really want this and they've been working hard towards making a statement for themselves in our conference and I think this is you know the beginning of what we can can prove and show and especially against a team like Iowa Falls. IFA enters the match at 6-9. and nine. Listen for details later today on other sportscasts about tonight's matchup. It'll be broadcast on 104.9 KLMJ with Josh Hamlin. 7.20 is warm-up show. 7.30 is start time on 104.9 FM. Other local sports going on today. Cross-country for Belmont Clemmy and West Fork at the West Fork meet. I believe that's up in Rockwell, Lynn Grove Country Club. IFA AGWSR at the Ballard Invitational. Grundy Center and South Harden run cross-country at the South Tama meet. And in college volleyball, Ellsworth Community College having a good season. They're at Waverly against the Wartburg JV tonight at 7 o'clock. More sports available online at RadioOnTheGo.com. You have yourself a marvelous Monday. I'm Dwayne Karstens reporting.